The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Hello, everyone. This is Rob Golfie with Remax the Golfie team. And this is Rick Zamprin. Yeah, we have a, we have a whole new intro to the show, so it's a little different. We'll have to get used to that. Rob, good morning. How are you? Good morning. What is happening? Uh, <laughs> Everything. Crazy things. So, uh, what as a consumer, what are you thinking, uh, Rick? Oh as gosh. a person that's intrigued with real estate, what is like going through your mind? Um, well, you know what? I'm I'm in the mindset of I'm not going to sell my home anytime soon. Although you've probably heard that from a number of people, they you know they weren't really thinking about selling their home, but you know they ran into a situation and then they had to. But you know, looking at the statistics and you know doing the show over the last number of years, I think we're approaching year seven come the spring, which is kind of hard to believe, but the numbers are just mind-boggling, astronomical, and seeing them going up month over month, year over year. The average price on the mountain where I uh, am living is now north of 800000 I was actually talking to my wife the other day about it, and um, it's just, it's unbelievable. I mean, the amount of money that our home and many others in the city, the the price escalation from where we, when we bought our home to now is just, uh, it's 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 crazy. It's crazy. And, uh, it, you know, I, I feel it, for you guys in some sense because you're running off your feet, but uh, you guys are doing a great job as well. Well, you know what? We're, we're just facilitating what the market's doing, and, yeah. and, it, and we're just as, as surprised. Sometimes I, sometimes I get emails saying, stop having the market go up. <laughs> it's like they think I'm the one that, that, that is pushing the market. But uh, I guess they must think I do that all across Canada and United States, just right here uh, in the Hamilton area. But you, anyway. You are solely uh, responsible it, for the price escalation uh, around the world, Rob. <laughs> I'm, if, I could, if I can control the market that way, I'd be a rich man today. Yeah. I'd be super rich, but nobody predicted uh, what, what could happen. But just to let people know, you know, people always ask, you know, what's going to happen and everything. Now, October was a bit of a crazy month uh, in, in, uh, in, in sales for us anyway. Mm-hmm. And I know that the, the overall from last year, to this year of October, unit numbers are down, but I, but it's still a strong market. But the one thing is people know if a house is overpriced, they do know it, they look at it, they're walking away from it. Hmm. And uh, so if you have an overpriced house and it's not selling, it just, hey, you're overpriced. So now people think these Toronto buyers that are coming are not that bright. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean? They think that they're going to come here and give us this money and say, hey, that Toronto guy is going to pay 200000 overpriced. He's not going to pay 2000 overpriced, but he will pay good money for a good house. So people, please don't think that these Toronto buyers, you know, like they think, oh, well, let's get the Toronto buyers. Yeah, they are coming this way, but they know what the market's like. And if they're in competition, yeah, they're they're a little bit more, they'll go deeper in their pocket to get the house. But they're not going to, but if there's no competition, they aren't going to go overboard on the price and, and, and just get it. So, so like, again, people like I, the buyers are coming, but the Toronto buyers are, they're not coming as fast as they were before. They're probably sitting on the sidelines. They're huddling they're, who knows what they're doing, but they do trickle in now. But the thing is they do use local realtors. A lot of them, a lot of them are using their own realtors from Toronto. We like that sometimes because we do 
because the local, the realtor in Toronto doesn't know the market down here is good. And he doesn't want to keep driving down the uh, Queen Elizabeth way every day showing houses here. So that's the advantage that we have. But uh, yeah, Lou, like you just sold um, a $1.2 million house. Yeah. The market in October has really been unbelievable. The, uh, the market has really uh, kind of skyrocketed again. Like we've, we thought that spike would happen in September, but it really just happened in October. So that spike in, uh, in, in home prices, like, and, and then prices are 1.25 million. I just had one in Stony Creek this week, sold with a couple offers on it, right over asking. I mean, that would have gone for a million dollars a year ago, a year and change ago. And, and today it's just well over $1.2 million. So what the people are doing right now is seeing less inventory and they're getting aggressively uh, intrigued by uh, properties that do come on the market. So they, they put in, they put in the offers and, and we're seeing a lot of, of good activity in terms of the ones that we do have listed. We just don't have enough properties to sell. Yeah. And, and again, I tell people all the time, do not, do not put your house exclusive and sell it exclusive. You want your house on the open market. I see people out there. Uh, you know, I understand if you don't want nobody to know that your house is for sale and you want to sell it quietly, I get it, but it's going to cost you money. There's a pre- you're paying a premium for not being on the open market. And, uh, and sometimes, and, and sometimes some realtors will do an exclusive and they try to sell it themselves, but they're not doing any uh, justice to their client. So like when we see the, you see a coming soon sign, we're prepping to get that house ready to go when it does hit the market and, uh, and, and, and we're getting the marketing ready and everything. So that's what you want. You want coming soon, boom, when it hits the market and then you got everybody ready, ready. It's like, it's like they're on the, on the starting line of a, a race and boom, they know what's happening. They know what's going to happen. You show up, it's going to hit the market that day. And uh, then you get everybody seeing it. So people don't go exclusive on your house unless you need to sell quietly and nobody knows, but you pay a premium price. You'll pay a premium for that. We just, we just sold a house. Um, another agent had for four months, uh, twice, twice, um, four months, didn't sell it. We listed it and sold it in, in one week. Another one, we listed it a hundred thousand higher and sold it. And the seller was going like to one of our agents saying, are you sure? Because we just had it at uh, two, uh, what, sorry, 1.7 million. Nobody looked at it. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, so anyway, uh, Bill listed it at uh, one, uh, 1.8 and it was listed at 1.7 before. And he listed 1.8. He walked in. He goes, uh, 1.8. I can get an offer for you at this price. And he got it within a, uh, a week or two or something like that. And the homeowner couldn't believe it. He's like, wait a minute. I had it at 1.7 and we had people, but no offers. So I think a lot of it has to do with the, the marketing and the brand that helped, uh, that homeowner out. So I'm just, uh, you know, it, it, you just don't know, don't know. But uh, Rick, we got some stats that's been happening uh, in uh, last year uh, of October versus this year of October. It's pretty remarkable, the numbers. I should mention as well, the, the voice that you heard, Lou, that's Lou Tallarico, sales representative with Remax Escarman Realty, the golfy team. Happy to have him on board as a special guest today. But yeah, you mentioned it, Rob. Uh, another outstanding month from the Realtors Association of Hamilton, Burlington. More than 1,300 homes changed hands in October of 2021. That is 8% higher than last month, uh, down nearly 18% from October 2020, which was a bonkers month. But the average price in Hamilton, Burlington, now north of 920 
$22,000. That's an increase of nearly 5% from last month and up 27% from October 2020. So if you had to you know, drum up one word to describe this market right now in October slash November, what one word kind of comes to mind? Lou, we'll start with you. That's incredible. Incredible is, is the word that I would use to see that, you know, in the middle of a fall market, uh, the month of October, you don't expect this type of activity and you don't expect this type of surge in pricing. Like you see that sometimes in, in, a, in a spring market, but not so often have I've seen it in, in a fall market. So I would call this an incredible surge of prices because it looks like we have the same amount of uh, in, um, buyers out there, but with limited inventory, they're just driving prices up again. Rob, yeah. what's the one word for you? I just, it, 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 it's going to continue and, and it will continue. Like right now, I'm going to tell you, it is a, it is a, it's flatlined a, uh, a bit like, you know, but they're, but from September till now, it's actually gone up quite a bit. Like we're talking like uh, September versus October, but I'm, even though it's gone up, it's actually cooler than it's going to be when it comes into the new year. Hmm. So if you're a buyer, get get your down payment down. Get something locked in right now. Even if it's even if your goal is to buy a house in the new year, buy it now. Close in the new year. Take possession in the new year, and you've met your goal. But uh, and then by the time you take possession, chances are your house is worth probably twenty to fifty thousand dollars more than what what you, what you when you originally negotiated the contract. So, but it's just it, it's it's incredible. And I just, uh, I don't get it. Now I had the spectator call me yesterday and they were asking like, Rob, what is going on? Like, you know, like the numbers are incredible. And I told him, I said, it's lack of inventory. Uh, you know, uh, we're behind on, on new home builds. Um, it's costing too much, uh, too much. Uh, the, uh, the city and, and townships are taking too long to get these builders approved. Now we got lack of labor uh, and, and lack of product. Like you, it's hard to get two by fours. It's hard to get siding, roofing, everything's, everything's really? behind wiring, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It is difficult and, and it's causing it, like the whole world is behind. It's like, it's like somebody just dropped a, a huge population down uh, to Canada, United States or wherever. And it's okay. Figure it out, guys. Uh, you know what? You only have so much product, and uh, you guys are gonna have to fight for it. And uh, and uh, the richest people are the ones that are gonna win. The people with money, and and it's sad to say that, but I mean, like I said, you know, if you got parents that have money that can help you out, God bless those people. The other ones that don't, I feel sorry for them. They they deserve a helping hand. And I think this the government, because they were so easy giving money out uh, this past eighteen months. Why don't they help give the down payment for the uh, first-time buyers and say, hey, we're going to give you the uh, 5% down to buy a house, and if you keep the house for 20 years, you get to keep it. But if you sell it before 20 years, we want the down payment back that we gave you and with no interest. Simple. It gives a chance for the first-time buyer to actually build equity. I don't know, Rick. I, I think I, I think that solves the problem for this housing crisis. You should run for office. Prime Minister, President, <laughs> leader of the world. <laughs> we we got to take a break. When we come back, we're going to dive into the real estate statistics for the month of October in Hamilton and Burlington. We'll look down to Niagara as well to see how they're doing. Uh, Canadian real estate professionals advising clients to sell this winter. Don't wait until the spring. We'll also talk about a car condo in Toronto. You heard me right. A condo for cars. Understanding your appraisal 
refusal and some disciplinary action involving an illegal apartment. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton edition on 900 CHML. My name's Rick Zamprin. Pleased to be joined once again by Rob Golfy, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfy team, and Lou Tallarico, also a sales rep with the Golfy team. You can contact them online through robgolfy.com is the website. That's Rob G O L F I.com. Call Hamilton and Burlington's number one REMAX team in volume and unit sales, 905-575-7700. Follow the Golfie team on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And if you have a topic idea or a question for the Golfie team, send them an email, questions at robgolfie.com. That's questions at robgolfie.com. Still to come, we'll talk about a car condo idea in Toronto, understanding your appraisal, and uh, some real estate agents are saying, sell now, don't wait until the spring. Um, real estate statistics in Hamilton, Burlington, before we get into the, uh, the the price gains over the last month in places like Hamilton and Niagara and Burlington, I, w- I want to start with days on market, because to me, these numbers are just out of this world. So days on market in Hamilton in October of 2020, 19 days, so about uh, almost three weeks. Um, in October of uh, 2021, last month, 13 and a half days. And in Burlington, it has fallen from 16 and a half last year to 11 and a half days on market last month. So not only are prices going up, but these homes, my guess is because they're priced right, are not lasting on the market very long. How quickly are things happening? Too fast, too fast. And uh, it's just incredible. Um, I mean, there's some houses that are sitting and we're finding that there are houses. And now we've got a mixture of of, uh, two different um, uh, houses that are on the market, one that's overpriced and one that's priced right. And they're getting more than uh, the asking price. Now, it it is moving fast and it's it's surprising. Burlington's picked up a lot of speed uh, because it, it was kind of waffling there for a bit, but Burlington picked up a lot of speed and it's just, I, it just, it's, it's hard to gauge. The one thing, the one thing I always tell my clients and don't like, let's say the house hits the market on a, like a Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, and somebody wants to put an offer that same day. I tell them, listen, let's hang on because we're going to get more showings in the next two days, a day or so. Uh, and then, uh, sometimes you might get multiple offers. It just depends on the price point. And you don't know really, like you don't know what the price of the house is, what a willing buyer is willing to pay. The market dictates that. And it's funny, sometimes we think that a house is, we're lucky we're going to get, you know, 550000 for it. And we listed it at five hundred, And then meanwhile, we're getting six fifty, And we're like, whoa, like it's like, you know, like Cannon Street area. Like, I mean, like the houses are selling for six, seven, eight hundred thousand. I mean, I remember when Cannon Street was like 25000 20000 <laughs> I mean, I, you could have picked them up a dime a dozen. You know what I mean? Like nobody wanted, but now they're getting fixed up. Hamilton's getting cleaned up and, and they're in there and people are, 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 and they're going up in price. So, I mean, look at, look at Ancaster last year in October, uh, the average sale price was 936,000. Now it's 1,320,000, 41% increase year over year. 
unbelievable. I, I live in Ancaster, so I, I like seeing that. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you're looking at Baha'i, it's tough. You know, I have buyers that are looking to get into Ancaster. And kind of like Burlington, it's, it's a challenge. It's a challenge right now to get into Ancaster. L- Lou's a little bummed out because he sold his house. Uh, when did you sell your house? Yes, I, I sold mine pre, uh, pre-spike pre uh, last June. And, oh. yeah, I'm probably down 40%. So, you know, anyone has... It's okay. It's okay, Lou. Really. You're just going to have to work harder. <laughs> <laughs> you send your sympathy to one Markland here. At the <laughs> but so, Lou, Lou is a little disappointed seeing how the market went this past spring. And he and he's going, wow, I, sh- I sold too soon. I sold too soon. And he thought... And the market was good when you sold at that time. Yeah. You know, and I told you to hang on, Lou. <laughs> but anyway, so 41% increase. Dundas, again, 40% increase. Last year, 725000 Now, this year, uh, $1,012,000. In- incredible. Now, Flamborough, uh, last year uh, in October, was $1,143,500. This year, it's $1,279,500. 12% increase. Now, Flamborough has got a lot of high-end homes. You know, the big uh, equestrian uh, uh, ranches Robert and stuff like yeah. that. So, um, Glanbrook, uh, 34% increase year over year, 714,000 last year and 954,000 this year in October. Uh, Hamilton central, always a, a, a strong, uh, aggressive in, in affordable market last year, 498,000 this year, 603,000, 21% increase Hamilton East, um, is last year, 537,000. Uh, this year, 660,000, 23% increase. Hamilton Mountain. Hamilton Mountain, like, hey, I have always told you, Rick, that the Hamilton Mountain is always one of the greatest markets in the Hamilton-Wentworth area. Six, last year, 610,000 was the average sale price in October. This year, 801,400, 31% increase. Hamilton West, we had a 26% increase of... 500, last year was 579,000. This year it was 728,000, 26% increase. Stony Creek. Now, Stony Creek, I always say it's upper and lower Stony Creek combined, 39% increase. 703,700 last year, 980,000. Almost a million dollars average house in Stony Creek. Can you believe that? Yeah, unbelievable. So, um, water down, um, uh, up 30%, 814,000 last year, this year, a million 60,400. Incredible. Incredible. So now, l- in Holton. Well, before we get ahead. to that, let, let me ask you a question about this because all, all the sales numbers are down year over year. There, there are some that are pretty close. Hamilton Center, you know, 127 homes were sold last month compared to 133 in October of, of uh, 2020. Um, you know, Flamborough, there's, uh, you know, a few fewer homes. Ancaster, only four fewer homes were sold, uh, you know, year to year. But the price escalation, uh, and you mentioned, we'll take Ancaster for an example, you know, up 41%. That's $400,000. Who who has an investment year over year that goes up nearly half a million? Nowhere, unless you're buying Bitcoin, but who knows yeah. when that's going to drop. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not sure so, you're going to that kind uh, of return. I, I just can't, I can't believe it. Like, it's just incredible. Like, and, I mean, uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, said should have, could have, would have. And you know what I mean? Like people got out of the market cause they thought it was going to fall and people got into the market. I remember when March was going on last year, people that had houses and they, and they were looking at moving, they wanted to sell cause they thought it was going to drop more. Uh, the market was going to drop. Well, I have a client right now and I, I feel terrible, but they, they're looking to buy right now. But last August they sold 
in Burlington thinking that the market was going to cool. Mm-hmm. So they sold it. They thought they thought was high. They've been renting ever since. Uh-huh. And all they've seen is, oh, maybe maybe next next uh, spring the market will cool. Maybe next month the market will cool. Maybe, and they've been waiting and, and they've been trying to have uh, obviously some patience. But at the same time, they're seeing now prices go up 40% and they're thinking, what is going on here? When are the prices going to cool? And I don't know if that's going to happen. How many people are in that situation where they sold last year Saying, you know what, I'm just going to sit back and wait. Yeah. And then, and then now they want to get back into the market. They can't. It's, 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 it's challenging. It's, it's, challenging. it's tough. Like, you know what I mean? They, they basically lost out. They lost out on that equity. And they were home, and they were homeowners. They were homeowners thinking that, you know, let's just see how the market goes and then we'll dive in because maybe it'll come down. But it actually went reverse and went up. So we've all done that. Even with stocks, I'm sure you buy a stock, it goes up and then it goes down and you want to buy, you want to start, you want to time the market, in other words that's not always something that we know what's going to happen. And unfortunately, no one probably would have predicted this one. Lou had a bad experience with stock, but we won't get into that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing a pattern here, you know, so, selling your house, uh, you know, and now it's gone up. And uh, now, you know, uh, so, the, the stock situation. Rick, I, 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 I sell my house uh, before COVID uh, spike, and then I also buy a wheat stock, and that's not a good story either. So, <laughs> Yeah, it's been a tough 12 months. <laughs> hey, hey th- listen, third, how to lose money. <laughs> third time's a charm, Lou. It's, it's something good's coming coming your way. All right, that's, that's good. I like that attitude. That's it. So, so let, let's jump uh, to Halton and, and look at Burlington and Oakville. Yeah. So in Burlington, up 28% year over year from October to October. Um, last year in Burlington, you could have bought a house for uh, 894500 That seems like a pretty good price. Yeah, that's Burlington. a steal. <laughs> but, but look at it now, $1,148,500. Like, Ancaster's oh. beat Burlington, but you have to give Burlington a little bit of credit because they sell more homes. Yeah. So Burlington sold 246 homes uh, in October of this year, but Ancaster, it was only 81 homes. So their price, average price, is it, 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 it's not really comparing apples to apples. So, but, but Burlington is up 28%. And look at Oakville. Wow. Oakville, 1355000 last year. Now it's $1,600,000. Unbelievable. 18% increase. And both of those uh, areas have had significant drop in sales because, again, limited inventory. You cannot find it in Houston and Burlington right now. There's no inventory. There's no inventory there. So the one thing is, the one thing I'm going to tell you is right now, um, well, just, just I think there was an article in the paper that says Hamilton is the fifth most expensive city to live in North America based on index of in- income and everything. Did you read that, uh, Rick, by any chance? Yeah, yeah, it's it's incredible. I mean, uh, you know, you think of places like New York, L.A., uh, being, you know, the, the, the two that are going to be at the top of the list, but you wouldn't consider Hamilton being among those kind of heavy hitters. No, no. So right now, in the Golden Horseshoe, I'm going to tell you, uh, Brantford and Niagara, buy. It's it, it like it's that's where it's affordable. Like like Niagara Falls last year, I'll tell you in October. Where's Niagara Falls here? Last year in Niagara Falls, and that, this was even high in Niagara Falls, five hundred and thirty-seven thousand five hundred. Yeah. Niagara Falls is seven hundred eight thousand right now. Unbelievable! It's it, it's surpassed. Like Niagara Falls is outperforming St. Catharines, which I find it unbelievable because Niagara Falls was always under, and we've been talking about this all the time, but it, it's just insane. Now look at, look at Toronto. This is Toronto and surrounding areas, 20% up. 
Last year, average sale price in Toronto is nine hundred seventy-seven thousand. Now it's one million and uh, one hundred seventy-seven thousand. So, up twenty percent. I don't know what to say, but um, is uh, and I think I think my prediction, and I probably said this already before. People that are listening here, and I know uh, my cousin uh, Roman listens. Hey, Roman, I know you're listening. I just wanted to say hi, <laughs> and my and my cousin Antoinette. Anyway, uh, I just want to say that next year. Right now, buy, because I'm going to tell you, we have four or five weeks of next year of a spike that's going to happen. It's going to come in and it's going to leave so fast that you'll go. So don't like you're going to see it coming and then it's going to go so fast. So be ready. And I'm, I'm telling you, be ready for this. It's going to happen. So if you need to unload and sell a house and, and next year, list it towards the middle to the end of February and then you're ready for that march but that's the sweet spot right there if you are going to sell your house next year do it then don't worry about the flowers in the spring don't worry about the snow and the uh, everything just do it then you will you will do well but if you wait till may or june we'll go back to a balanced market but th- we're going to have a little spike and that's the time to do it it's that sweet spot right there Interesting you mention that because we have a survey of uh, hundreds of real estate professionals across Canada and nearly 80% of them are saying that sell this winter. That uh, that percentage, 79%, is 15 points higher than the 64% who recommended listing in the winter before the pandemic. So this would have been winter of 2019, I guess. Uh, 82% cite the main reason is the lack of housing supply, which is obviously going to drive up the price. So uh, winter is where it's at. Are you expecting that same kind of uh, activity this winter leading up to even February and what you predicted there? Yeah. Rick, I think there's no question about it. We need to, uh, if you have to sell a property, I wouldn't wait another day. The inventory is light right now. Call us and talk to us about a home, a free home evaluation that can give you an idea of what it might sell for. And they'll probably sell for a lot more. So this is the time now to uh, get your property in the market if you're thinking about selling. So yeah, don't wait. Even the next 30 days, 35 days, even right before Christmas, get your house in the market. Honestly, it's the best time uh, with the lack of inventory. We have, uh, we have a thing. It's called uh, you want an instant home estimate. Now, this is our online exclusive system that we, we have. Go to golfyhomevalue.com, golfyhomevalue.com. Now, what this does is it gives you a general idea. This tool is intended to provide you a quick evaluation and is for information purposes only, not all searches will be able to receive an estimate. So to provide or an accurate estimate. So, but you do need an in-home evaluation, but I'm going to tell you something. And I'd say about 85% when people log on and and check out to see what their home value is um, on this golfyhomevalue.com site, 85%, it's almost pretty accurate. Like it's, it's, it's within, within not a, uh, not a bad range. So it's a good thing to go on there check it out. If you're thinking about doing something, it changes that the number changes, uh, uh, month by month on this thing. So you can try it now and six months down the road, try it again. You're going to see the change in that price point. So check out golfyhomevalue.com and you'll be able to get a general idea, but have us out, call us, and we can come out there, no obligation, free evaluation. We can come out and see you and uh, and give you a real accurate estimate of what the market's doing. When we come back here on the Golfy Real Estate Show, understanding your appraisal. We'll also talk about some disciplinary action regarding an illegal apartment and a car condo in Toronto. 
It's true. You're listening to the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. You're listening to the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin here. On the line once again, Rob Golfy and special guest Lou Tallarico, sales representatives with Remax. Scartman Realty, the Golfy team. You can call Hamilton and Burlington's number one REMAX team in volume and unit sales at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. Online, robgolfy.com. It's got the hottest listings in town. That's Rob G-O-L-F-I.com. And follow the Golfy team. They're all over social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Um, Toronto, there's a developer there, a real estate brokerage in Toronto, that is planning to build what it is being called the city's first ever car condo. So if you are a car enthusiast and you want to protect your ride, uh, I guess this facility is for you. They're aiming for a launch date of mid-December. The construction of this facility is expected to be done by the summer of 2023. It has, however, because of the housing affordability crisis in this country, and certainly in this city, it has affordable housing activists very disappointed. Your thoughts on this car condo? I don't, I, I, I understand Toronto. I mean, they do lack space and, and uh, to buy a condo in downtown Toronto, having a, a parking space is an additional 50 to $100,000 to the condo uh, purchase price. Right. And in Toronto, you can do that. Like, I mean, you can, you can live without a car in Toronto because if you're living downtown, everything is downtown. Um, and, and you can rent a car if you have to leave, uh, the town, if you have to go anywhere, you know, for the day or whatever. But, um, I mean, to me, I, I mean, I don't live in Toronto, so I mean, I, I think it's okay. Like, I mean, but they're not building it where you can build, uh, uh, a condo building. They're building it where it's probably almost like industrial where nobody else wants to live or, or can't. Uh, t- so they're getting approvals for this and who knows what they're, what are they, what are they charging per square foot on this one? It was like, um, um, I, I don't, I don't have the prices here. Uh, Rick, do, do you have the, the, yeah, the cost? I don't, uh, I, don't, I, don't I don't have the it, price point in front of me, but it, yeah, this is going to be in Etobicoke at the base of the Gardner expressway. Um, so yeah, yes. it's it's not in like a suburb or or a uh, you know a neighborhood. So you know the the place is right. I guess you know with uh, people screaming about lack of affordable uh, housing or even housing supply, it's just funny that this this company, this real estate brokerage, is building a condo for cars. I, I get it in Toronto, it works. Yeah, no, it it, it does work in Toronto because a lot of people have more than one car, and and sometimes they have like their summer car. They just want to have it. So now they can go there, drive their regular car and, and, and switch cars and drive this for the day or whatever. And, and I, and I get it. Like they, they need, they need parking spaces. Like it, and people are, are like, if you go online, you can find people are trying to sell either selling their parking space or renting their parking space. Like, mm-hmm. like it's an apartment. Oh, yeah. Now there's a big opportunity here. I think that like Rob said, there's people that have you know, multiple cars, um, you know, they drive whatever. And these are people who have obviously uh, the money and the means, but they have their, their summer Porsche or whatever they have, their sports car. Where do they put that? You know, they can't only have one condo parking spot and they need an alternative. And then this, this provides that, that niche service. So I think, 
you know, like everything else, it's about supply and demand and there's a demand for this. So that's why they're, they're building it. There's no other way to describe it. it. It doesn't make sense when there's people trying to figure out how to get into a home. No, but again, it's, it's, it's a business that, like and and they're building. They're building in areas where a condo can't be developed. That's right. Yeah, so it's yeah. it's not like it's taking anything. But I I, I get it. In Hamilton, uh, I mean, they're starting to build condos in par- on parking lots. Like, look at um, what, what what street is that where the ham- the the restaurants are on uh, off of James oh, Street? Oh, King William. King that. William. King William. Yeah. They're building a. They took away a parking lot there. Yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, no, and and then there's the other one uh, right across from uh, Radius there. Uh, another one going up there. So there's a, uh, there's who, who knows how many 40, 50 parking spots gone. So it's going to hurt the restaurants unless they build parking, uh, an underground parking for people to go there. And people like people in Hamilton aren't used to going to an underground parking spot unless they're going like to Jackson Square. Right. But even just to go to a restaurant to go an underground parking spot, I think it's it's we're not in we're not in the groove of very doing common that. in Toronto. It's very common in Toronto. So. But but uh, like and and then uh, you know talking about buying a, a parking spot, I I think if you're buying a condo in Hamilton downtown, you better make sure you buy a parking spot because not everybody works downtown and lives downtown. Mm-hmm. Like like we got people that are buying condos downtown, but they work maybe up in the mountain or work somewhere else. Like they need a car still, and so you need a car in Hamilton regardless but like so buy a condo with uh, a parking spot but these parking lots here i don't know i i hamilton's not ready for it because there's lots of room here but in toronto i get it i see it and people will pay for it and people in toronto have lots of money that's very true and they're spending some of that here in hamilton which is uh, is good and uh, you know in some sense it's bad for those who want to jump into the housing market because they're being priced out of it uh, when we come back understanding your appraisal and some disciplinary action to share as well you're listening to the golfy real estate show hamilton edition on 900 chml you are listening to a paid commercial program unless otherwise identified the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. And one more go-round here on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. My name's Rick Samprin. Pleased to be joined once again by Rob Golfy and Lou Tellerico, sales representatives with REMAX Escarpment Realty, the Golfy team. If you want to sell your home or you're in the market to buy a house, call Hamilton, Burlington, and Niagara's top real estate team, the Golfy team, at 905-575-7700 online at robgolfie.com that's rob g-o-l-f-i.com understanding your appraisal is is there some confusion over the appraisal process yeah so it's just the way they do it sometimes uh the appraisal value of, of your home so there's there's a couple there's the desk appraisal and and what that is they do a drive uh 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 sorry there's a desk appraisal now a drive by and a full appraisal uh, our determination which appraisal lender uses, right? So a desk appraisal is one where appraiser goes on online and looks at public records showing recent sales of similar properties in the area. A desk appraisal is typically the result of someone with a larger amount of equity, say at least 20, 30% down. That's what, that's what the banks are looking for. Now, a drive-by appraisal, the appraiser first performs some online research and then literally drives by the property. Now, they did a lot of these drive-by appraisals in uh, through covid i mean we're pretty well still through covid 
But they were like these appraisers were loving it. <laughs> they didn't even go in. They just like zip by and say, oh, okay, we know the house is there." Yeah. And uh, and then uh, they would just give their opinion on it. And they they call the agent and try to get as many pictures as they can inside. So literally, if somebody really wanted to, if they wanted to, they could have taken pictures of somebody else's house inside <laughs> and and said and, and said, "Yeah, this is my house." And they could have, you know, if they were looking for refinance at the bank, yeah, this is my house. Here's the pictures. And, and, you know, and they, like the house looks like crap on the outside, but the house is so beautiful on the inside. The appraiser is going to go, okay, thank you very much. And then the guy got his uh, appraisal in at uh, 800000 Meanwhile, it's only a $500,000 house. But appraisals um, are definitely uh, something that uh, the appraisers, they look at it. They go by history. They need three comparables to see that is similar to it. Banks want them. Um, if it's a private deal, uh, you definitely will need an appraisal because they want to make sure it's all above board versus uh, uh, as a real, uh, like through a realtor because uh, all the information is there through a realtor. So uh, appraisals, you know what? I mean, we need them. It, it protects the bank and to make sure that, uh, that uh, they are getting the value and you are getting the value in buying. I remember appraisals uh, 20 years ago um, like if the house was off by 5,000, they wouldn't, they, the bank said, no, you're going to have to put $5,000 more well, to buy that house. On your deposit. Yeah. No, yeah. We, we don't see a lot of that. I mean, we do still a lot of appraisals or a lot of appraisals are obviously being conducted still in our properties, but I'll be honest with you over this whole year, I haven't seen any appraisal come back and say, Oh, there's a problem. So I, I think there's just with the whole market going up, uh, the appraisals are just saying, you know what, we're, we're good. They just want to go see the property, make sure it's there. And uh, they're they're going to support the appraisal and uh, the price point that they that buyers bought it at. All right, let's get to our last topic: a uh, real estate council of Ontario RICO disciplinary committee decision. This is a violation of the code of ethics, and I'll give you the quick summary, and you guys can uh, jump on with your thoughts. The, there was an agent who represented the buyers of a residential property. The listing for the property stated that the property included a fully finished basement apartment. However, the apartment had not been approved by the local municipality, and hence was not legal. So the buyers complained that they were not advised that the apartment was not legal and the agent's position was that he orally informed the buyers that the apartment was not legal but did not do so in writing. So to avoid legal costs and to ensure that the buyers were satisfied with the service he provided, the agent paid the buyer $15,000 to resolve the dispute. The discipline committee from RICO found that the agent breached two sections of the Code of Ethics and was ordered to pay $4,000. So this agent is now out nineteen k for a simple mistake. Whoa. Yeah, it's, you know, I, I feel sorry for that. So that's why you got to really watch when you're, uh, there's a lot of apart basement apartments out there that are illegal. Now, the savvy investor doesn't care. He, he is going in, he goes, you know, I got another uh, apartment to rent out. But for the new investor, the new uh, investor, he's looking at it and he's the one that seems to get in trouble. He's banking on that income as that, uh, for that apartment. And that apartment's probably illegal. Now a neighbor can call and say, Hey, listen, you can't rent that out, uh, but it could be an in-law though. You can have a family member live there. Mm -hmm. Not a problem. They could pay rent to you. Not a problem. If, if they're a family member, but, um, but this guy here, uh, probably bought, bought this and he probably knew about it. I don't know. There must've been some sour grapes between the, uh, the, the agent and uh, and the client, I don't know, but be very careful. He should he should have said, "Listen, this is an in law, but whatever the listing was written, 
it was written a separate apartment, but our job as a listing agent, we have to write uh, the, the real thing, what it is. And I don't know what went wrong here. There, there's more in-depth information that we have to dig for this. But when you're buying a house and it has an apartment downstairs, you should get a verification if it is a, uh, if it is a duplex. And, uh, and you can get that from the city of uh, Burlington or Hamilton or wherever. And, uh, and we do that usually on duplexes. We, 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 we always ask for a certificate of, uh, of, of use for that property. If it's, if, if it, if it's being used as a duplex. Um, but again, people be, be very careful when you're buying these houses. Sometimes the agents don't know. And if it's in an agent, that's not experienced enough, uh, you may end up getting yourself in trouble. And, but thank God the agents got insurance that can help you and cover you for that. Yeah. We got to run guys, Rob, Lou, thanks for your time today. And thank you for listening to the Golfy real estate show. We are back next Saturday at nine on 900 CHML. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML.